Hello and happy Friday to all you working folk or happy another quarantine day for all you people that aren't allowed to go to work or have been furloughed and all that jazz or just laid off. I'm sorry. I I really hate to hear that about it because of what's going on. But welcome to 92, episode 92 of Dealing with Stupidity. Other than that, I'm only going to mention something about the coronavirus one more time. And that's a conversation I overheard the other day where one of the typical rednecks I come in contact with on a daily basis. You notice since the impeachment didn't work, all of a sudden the virus came out. I'm telling you, the Democrats created it. And for a second, I was like, oh, my God. He actually has a point for a brief second. (laughs) I come in contact with stupid people all the time, and I think I'm starting to uh, assimilate, I guess is the right word. That's probably not. But I was like, yeah, he's he's got a point. And when that brief second was up, I was like, no, this guy's a fucking idiot. I shouldn't even believe him when he says the sky is blue. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say on it. Democrats created it because the impeachment didn't work. All right, then, enough of that shit. Well, recently, since all this started, and you know the news and all the health suggestions, you know, about not breathing on people and don't come into close contact with people, shaking your hands is filthy, people should be washing their hands, basically human contact, it's gross. When when you think about it, we should have been doing this shit all along. When you go to shake somebody's hands, you don't know what they did just 10 minutes before. I know it's considered a polite greeting or it's the way you're supposed to greet somebody you've just first met or a colleague or a customer and all that bullshit. But you have no idea. He could have just whacked off 10 minutes before or the chick you're shaking hands with could have just been picking her nose. You know, probably went knuckles deep in her ass, scratching he or she. You don't know. But did you know that not washing your hands after wiping your ass is more likely to spread drug-resistant E. coli than consuming raw or uncooked meat? Check this out. Roughly 40% men and 60% of women wash their hands after dropping a deuce, which spreads fecal matter from their unwashed hands. Like I said a minute ago, I know it's been made a big deal to wash your hands a lot lately under the circumstances, but you know what? I found out, like I said, why haven't we been doing this all along? I have found some interesting and disgusting facts on the internet, of course. Now, of course, People say, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Well, some of this shit makes sense. And I found this according to health24.com. In this article, it says poop harbors coliforms, bacteria found in animals and humans digestive tract. Escherichia coli or E. coli is the main species in this group and is considered the best indicator of fecal pollution and possible presence of pathogens. Most of these coliforms will not make you sick, but a rare E. coli strain, uh, 
colon H7 can cause serious illness. Okay, that's pretty boring in itself. But here are some items you would not expect to find. E. coli. 40% of innocent looking office coffee cups were found to be contaminated. A University of Arizona research team, which did the study, blamed the contamination on dirty sponges and dish rags used to wipe up the cups. 20% of the sponges tested, tested for E. coli. Now, according to research, an average sink sponge is one of the dirtiest items in most homes. It says it is 200,000 times dirtier than the average toilet seat. Dish towels were found to be 20,000 times dirtier. Now, let that sink in. How often do you people, I'm included, replace their dishwasher sponges or their dish sponge or or their typical dish rag? Before reading this, my wife and I pretty much discarded one of a sponge before, basically when it falls apart or it just looks like shit and chunks are missing out of it. Because you think, well, I use soap with it, so surely it's just still clean. No, unfortunately not. Dish rags, though, you know, we use them once, throw it in the dishwasher or washing machine, whatever. Think about how often people do that. Just don't even think about it. Oh, there's a sponge right here. Let me clean it out real quick. Blam. I'm done. Gross. Cutting boards. The research team discovered that an average cutting board is covered by 200 times more fecal matter matter than found on a toilet seat. But, of course, fecal matter doesn't come from the humans, but the raw meat products that you slice up on it, cut it up on it. And how many people don't really seriously clean those? Most people don't clean cutting boards properly because they're disgusting human beings and think that a simple spray down of hot water and soap will take care of it, but you got to do a little bit more than that. And then how many people do it, just rinse it off, give it a good wipe down, then cut vegetables on it? I'm making myself sick thinking about it because I've done it. Then there's hotel rooms. This one does not surprise me one bit. Now, think about the worst shit you've done in a hotel room in your younger, wilder days. Now, multiply that by 100 because most likely you're not as dark as some sick bastards out there and your brain didn't, your brain just doesn't work that way. Most of you, anyway. The average normal person can't create an image in their head about how deviant and truly disgusting people can get. It's dark. It's fucking dark. Now, the nastiest thing in the hotel room isn't the bathroom or the bed like one would think because that's, you know, you automatically assume that because that's where all the ass play and bukkake scenes happen. Nope. The nastiest thing in a hotel room is the TV remote. Think about this for a second. (laughs) How many times have people used that, (laughs) that room you're in any given time they go take a shit, and they come out and grab the remote. They pick their nose, then grab the remote. Scratch their ass or their balls, then grab the remote. Dig in their ass, knuckle deep, and then grab the remote. Or think about how many times that remote control has probably been in someone's ass. Or how many 
hookers or sluts or the average fucked up pervert have wanted to play a game of will it fit with that remote. Hotel rooms are disgusting because people are fucking disgusting. So bring your own disinfectant when you travel and hose down the remote everything. Oh, it's so gross. Let's see. Another thing they found pretty nasty were beards. A microbiologist in uh, of New Mexico, John Golubic of New Mexico, discovered that some beards contain high levels of fecal bacteria, which if similar samples were found in cities' water systems, it would result in shutting down and disinfecting it. Although he found no evidence that dirty beards pose a health risk, he does encourage people to not fondle their beard and wash your hands regularly. You know, I'm not a fan of the beard. I don't get why people like them. It drives me nuts. If I go a few days without shaving, it starts itching and it just drives me nuts. And, you know, it look to me, it looks like shit. Now, if you're one of those, if you're a beard guy and you keep it nice and neat and it looks sharp and you keep it trimmed and all that, that's one thing. If you got shit all over the place and it looks, I don't know what it looks like. It just looks like a big fucking fluffy beard and you hadn't kept up with it and you got chunks of food and shit hanging out of it or pieces of paper or whatever the fuck, cocaine, whatever. You just look like an asshole. That's just my opinion. So calm down out there, you hippies. And speaking of beards, what's with the fucking neck beard? I don't get the neck beard. You know, the people that grow that shit, just their neck. They'll shave their mustache and their face, but leave the neck beard. Who started it? Why do people, that cannot be comfortable. I mean, do these people just want something that makes her hot and sweaty and smell like a fucking goat? You just, and you look like a jackass. Shave it. Shave that shit or grow it all out. Don't half-ass it. Be a man. I can't make up my mind. Just and this is just my point of view. My opinion. If you're into the neck beard thing, you might be into ass play too. I don't know. Something else that has found to have large amounts of um fecal matter in it, believe it or not, swimming pools. That should be a given. Especially the public pool that you find at the hotel, the same nasty hotel where people are cramming TV remotes up their ass. Those have got to be the worst. Just stay in the night. I don't need to bathe. I'll just jump in the pool. That's the only bath I need. I mean, it's a small public body of water where any filthy momo with ball sweat and a half wiped ass can just jump into it, piss all over themselves at any given time at will. Then not only that, think about all the drunks that puke in it. People that sneak out in the middle of the night and fuck in it are the, are the occasional diarrhea blast that some fat kid cuts loose after eating nothing but junk food in the car for the last eight hours. Yeah. Poor kid probably had, you know, was all bound up, been eating shit. All of a sudden he thinks a fart's coming in just brown water. And people say, well, why are they so nasty? They use chemicals, don't they? They're supposed to. Yes, they're supposed to. And most do. But the answer to that I found, chlorine and other chemicals do not kill germs instantly. 
So you're swimming in a large bowl of shit soup. Yummy. Shopping carts was another one. Uh, this was a research done by Charles P. Gerber. Gerber? 72% of the 85 shopping carts he swabbed at supermarkets had fecal matter. E. coli bacteria were found on shopping cart handles in levels that were higher than your average public toilet seat. That is 61.2 out of those 85 carts. Might as well have had someone just wipe their ass down the handle. Their dirty, filthy ass. Now, this shouldn't be a shocker, but gyms are a cesspool of filth and all other kinds of nastiness. You know, you'd expect that the people that work there are cleaning everything consistently and properly, but apparently they don't. According to one study published by, uh, published on in, what is that? NCBI. I don't know what that stands for. 100% of the climbing hands on climbing walls tested positive for bacteria associated with fecal matter. Every one, 100% of them. Think about it. The people who work at the gyms that are supposed to clean that shit, they're not going to climb the fucking wall and clean off every little hand grab or foothold or whatever they call them. So people just, all right, I'm going to climb this wall. Give me a good nut scratch, big, you know, digging my ass for a second, and just go about climbing the wall. Ugh. You know, of course, weights. The weights tested. Had 362, 362 times more bacteria than a toilet seat. They're comparing everything to a toilet seat. Just about anything that can be used in a gym will have some level of filth on it. Even the soap dispensers were found to have it. The spray bottles used for cleaning the machines had traces of fecal matter on it. Think about it. <laughs> who, who wipes off the, the bottle of shit? Who thinks about it? It's pretty gross, though. You think you're being cleaned by using a spray bottle, but you actually just put your hand in a butthole. If you know me, then you know that I'm not a big gym buff, and I'd like to use the filth of a gym as an excuse to not going to the gym, but it's common sense that basically it should tell you anywhere where people are sweating all over the place and breathing heavy like they're being humped by a gorilla, and, you know, I'm sure some people piss themselves, Ass sweats, crotch sweat, feet sweat, anywhere all of that's taking place in one confined building, it cannot be the most hygienic place to be. But I'm going to use that excuse. That's why I don't go to the gym because it's gross. Not the fact that I'm lazy. But that's just some helpful tips from the Dealing with Stupidity podcast. Next time you do any of that, just remember. Go grab that shopping cart. Somebody's wiped their ass on it. Go climb that wall at the gym. Somebody's just drug their asshole on it. And when you go pick up that remote in that hotel room where you're traveling, that's been in somebody's ass. It's been right in somebody's butthole. Speaking of buttholes, here's how fucked up people can really be. Some of the, here's some of the strangest objects found up somebody's butt, not, not the same, butt, up people's butts. 
You know, I don't, I'm not, I don't get the whole putting things in your ass deal. I don't understand how it could fi- possibly feel good, but you know, apparently it's a thing. I don't. There's no way to dance around it. I don't understand sticking something in somebody's ass. I just don't. Or somebody sticking something in my ass. I don't get it. How can it feel good? I've taken shits that hurt. <laughs> Why would I want something to go the other way? Oh, uh, okay. One of them was a key. Not a big deal, I guess. I don't think it can kill you. Well, it probably could if you cram it up there enough. It could cut your your insides a little bit. Your intestines. Maybe uh, I I don't know how you how do you go to the doctor and say I I got something stuck in my ass and and I think it's a key. Why do you think it's a key? Because I was trying to hide a key in my ass and won't come back out. I don't know how that works, but that was on the list. A, va- a vibrator and salad tongs in the same person. Some guy shoved a vibrator up his ass, got it stuck, and it went too deep or it got sucked up in there more. So he had the bright idea to get some salad tongs and go grab it and try to pull it out, and uh, they got stuck. So he had to go to the hospital and explain that. A London World War II veteran who apparently had a horrible case of hemorrhoids decided it was a good idea to cram a live artillery shell up in there to push his hemorrhoids back up his rectum. After one cram too many, he got it stuck up his ass. And when he went to the ER to get it removed, he had to tell him that the shell that's up in my ass is live and could possibly explode. The result was the bomb squad had to be called to the hospital and assist the surgery to remove it from his asshole. Can you imagine being that doctor or nurse having to be involved with that? This is how my day's going. Got to pull this thing out of somebody's ass and there's a good chance it could blow up. Uh, Let's see. There was a peanut butter jar. No story to it. I just saw the x-ray. An x-ray of an actual peanut butter jar. Not one of the great big ones, but a little one that you, I guess you find at the convenience store. But big enough where it does not look like it was comfortable to stick up your ass. A bottle of Impulse body spray. Yeah, body spray. The whole bottle. Stuck in his ass. That's another thing. These aren't women. These are not women doing this. These are dudes getting shit stuck up their ass. Objects. A cell phone got stuck in this guy's ass. His story was he was taking a shower with his cell phone. He slipped and fell, and it just happened to land perfectly right in his butthole. I'm not buying that. Perfectly fell right in my butthole. This cell phone. Okay. Uh, Another one was a pint glass. A pint glass. Upside down, of course. I mean, you can't go big in first. I guess you could. Somebody could. But goddamn, wouldn't that scare the fuck out of you? They could break? A flashlight? Of course that's happened. You know, that's probably happened back one of the first things that somebody did with a flashlight when it was invented. I'm going to see if it fits in my ass. 
a toy car was found in somebody's ass. Why not? It's a toy car. I'm going to stick it up my ass. Got nothing else to do. A homemade butt plug made out of Lego, Legos and duct, cha- <laughs> duct tape. <laughs> wow. You really wanted something in your ass if you're going to be that creative to build your own butt plug. Oh, this one's disturbing. All right. During a kinky sex session, two homosexual men decided to try something new. One one man lay down and let the other one pour liquid cement into his anus using a funnel. Now, naturally, the cement, the cement, (laughs) cement, cement didn't stay liquid for long. So when it hardened, it became a large mass of cement that had to be surgically removed. Why? Why in the fuck? Would anybody, I don't care how gay and perverted you are, why would anybody think that's a good idea? Put some liquid semen up in there. Let's see how that goes. Pretty interesting, huh? I bet you didn't want to know any of that. I bet you won't want to know any of this either. (laughs) Here's some objects removed from penises. A 70-year-old Australian man had to get a small fork removed from his dick hole because it started bleeding. It was fine until it started bleeding. But once it started bleeding, it was like, I I might need to go to the doctor for this. According to a report published uh, with the surgery case, the guy just wanted to achieve sexual gratification. How? How would putting a small fork in your pee hole feel good? Anything in your pee hole. How will that sexually arouse you or feel good in any way? And he's 70 years old. I guess when you're that old, I guess you're willing to fucking try anything. Let's see. This one wasn't in his penis, but 28-year-old South African man wanted a cock ring. Fucking left it at home, I guess. He was traveling. Ah, I forgot my cock ring. Damn it. I hate it when that happens. So And he didn't have one handy, so he had the great idea of using a wedding ring. Oh. Now, I'm looking at my finger and my wedding ring right now. And I've got little sausages for fingers. And I've seen people with bigger hands than mine, but not fingers the size of a dick. At least my dick. And my dick is average at most, if, if you're a porn star. But how? He had to work at it. Work at it to get it in the fucking size of, of a wedding ring. So the story goes on. His penis was severely swollen and blue and constricted <laughs> with the ring at the middle of the dick. <laughs> Doctors tried numerous methods, including trying to saw it off. That's scary enough. I guess they thought this might not be a good idea. If we go through the ring and that had to friction had to get hot as fuck. Eventually they had to make multiple puncture aspirations. So the swelling could go down. Oh, so they had to just let it bleed out. God damn. That hurts. Just thinking about it. Just poke holes into it. Let all the blood drain out of it. So it get flaccid and then just, I guess you yank it off. How do you fucking get a dick in something that small? Oh my God. Can y'all hear the planes going over? 
Uh, it's so awesome living in a fucking flight pattern. All right. There is a documented case of a 50-year-old man who received medical help, uh, who needed to receive medical help after a week of serious dick pain. After a week, it took a week. The cause of the pain, a fucking plastic chopstick. Now, apparently, he said the plastic chopstick was there for three years before it became a problem. It was fine up until it started bleeding this week. Uh, so doctors went in the, or I don't know how they found out, but the <laughs> x-rays, uh, P microscope. I don't know. I, my brain doesn't work like that. They also found the magnet in his dick that he used to try to get out the plastic chopstick. Tried to use a magnet to pull the plastic chopstick out of his pee hole. That didn't work because that got stuck. So to try to get that magnet out, had a great idea of getting another magnet. Pull that one out. That one got stuck. It didn't go into <laughs> it didn't go into detail about how this clusterfuck went in surgery, but apparently he's fine now. Fucking another plane. Hang on. All right, back to what I was saying. Apparently in China there's a thing where people take baths with eels for what for skin cleansing whatever i guess they eat off the dead skin i don't know but you know where this is going a guy was soaking it up in one of these eel baths when all of a sudden he felt a sharp pain in his pee hole that's right a little eel tried to shoot up his dick hole and it got stuck he told the doctors i tried to hold it and take it out but the eel was too slippery to be held on, and it, then it disappeared up my penis. It took three hours to get that thing out of his dick hole. And there was another guy who was uh, camping naked and woke up with a small lizard crawling up his dick hole. That seems like bullshit to me. I think this is something on the freakier side. Don't want to know. A middle-aged man in China. What is going on in China in your dick hole? inserted a three-foot-long by .17-inch thick green rope into his dick hole. Somehow, it managed to make its way into his bladder and became stuck. It just so happened to have four knots in it, so he couldn't pull it out on his own. He chickened out, I guess, or it had to, that had to hurt like a motherfucker. So he went to the doctor with fucking little string hanging out of his dick hole say I can't get it out just happened to have four knots in it you've heard about people putting knotted rags up their ass and pulling it out or anal beads I guess he thought this would work the same way just happened to have four knots in it you're a freak you're a freak so there you go there's some interesting little things to think about on your Friday evening this weekend I hope you enjoyed that uh, let's see. I'm going to have, I got a couple more vague movie reviews for you. I've only watched two more movies. I've only had time to watch two movies this week. Uh, both on Netflix. See, the first one I watched was American Assassin. Never heard of it. Pretty cool fucking movie though. The only actor I recognized in it was Michael Keaton, but the rest of the cast was pretty good. Even though I didn't recognize a single soul in it. 
Uh, it's your typical action movie. It's had, it has its moments where it's really cool, and then it has its moments where it's some far-fetched bullshit. Overall, it's better than most of the uh, blockbuster action movies that are out there, I thought, until you get to this one scene, and it's like, eh, okay, that's complete bullshit. But now i got to drive my big truck up and down the fucking street. Yeah, that's right. i got a big truck. Listen to it. I never got nothing in it or hollering anything, but I got a big truck. I want people here. Show it loud as fuck. God damn, that's what I live with. All right, like I was saying, pretty good movie. I'll give this one. It does not suck balls. Give it a watch. Let's see. Another one I watched. I actually watched this one earlier today. El Camino Christmas. Another one I've never heard of. I'm just randomly picking movies on Netflix I've never fucking heard of. Or whatever they suggest, Netflix suggests that I've never heard of. So far, it's been not bad. Uh, let's see. I thought it was a comedy from the trailer. And there were some funny parts, but that wasn't the attempt, apparently. That was not their meaning, if you watch the movie. Um, like I was saying, never heard of this one before, but it actually has actors in it that I've, I've seen before and recognize. Actors and actresses. I'm not saying who is in it. Look it up for yourself. I'm not fucking IMBD. Or watch the movie to find out because I give this one, it does not suck balls as well. Pretty good. I would, I do suggest checking it out. I mean, I want some feedback from you people saying, hey, your suggestions are spot on or your suggestions, suggestions suck ass. <laughs> Anyway, that's all I have for movie reviews. That's really all I have to talk about this week. Nothing exciting. Just, you know, what you can and cannot stick in your butthole or should and should not stick in your butt. Well, actually, you shouldn't stick anything in your butthole, especially these items or your pee hole. Don't, nothing. Nothing should go in your pee hole. Nothing. I don't know why there's any question to that, especially knotted strings. So, that's it. Was this entertaining or what? What other podcast out there talks about how filthy people can be? What people have shoved up their ass or in their pee hole and gotten stuck? What other podcast can describe what goes on with a remote control at a hotel room? None. You get all this in one episode. Where else can you get that kind of useful information? You never know when it can become useful. Somebody one day might rush up to you and say, quick, you got two seconds. Name one thing that you shouldn't put up your dick hole. An eel. Bingo, you won. Where'd you hear that? Dealing with Stupidity Podcast. That's where I heard it. I just won you $100. To go toward your pickup truck and it's big lift kit and it's loud ass fucking muffler or whatever, however it works. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of dealing with stupidity. Shoot us an email. If you have a question, suggestion, comment, complaint, or insult, you can contact us at dealing with at dwstupidity at gmail.com dealing with stupidity.com on the contact page or at dwstupidity on Twitter. As always, if you know someone that would like to hear this 
or needs to hear this, if you know somebody who's cramming things in them they're not supposed to, give them a heads up about this episode. So, please share it. Rate and review and all that other good shit. I don't care if it's bad. Review it. I dare you. Anyway, thank you for listening and hang in there, everybody. If you're listening to this, then you're doing fine. Have a great weekend.